0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to What the Funcast, episode 52 and a half, which means it's spoiler cast for Spider-Man Far From Home. Hell yeah. Recorded and released on Friday, July 5th, 2019. Happy day after July 4th. Ahmed, how are you? Happy day after
1: July 4th, Paul. I'm doing
0: well. That's good. I'm chilling. But you know what? Spider-Man's out, and we all know that you're hyped about this, so you've been waiting for this. Oh my god. I can't All right. even. Words can't describe. So, I'm so hyped. Uh, let's do let's do a spoiler-free review for about two minutes, and then we'll break into full Uncharted spoiler territory. So, spoiler-free. What did you think?
1: Um, I loved it. I didn't think I loved it the first time I saw it, and then did I you saw fall it again. asleep
0: the first time you watched it?
1: No, but I was very tired. I saw the first time I saw it was midnight Monday night, and I was like awake the whole time, but I was just very tired, and I was like. I don't know. A lot of scenes, like, felt weird to me. Like, they drug on too long, or they were edited weird. But I realized I was just over-exhausted, because I slept for, like, ten hours. And then I saw it again that night, Tuesday night. Uh, and I loved it. I thought it was great. It was really, really good. I think I even loved it better than the first one.
0: I was going we'll to say. talk about that later. Yeah, that's interesting. So, I think that... Yeah, so, I don't know. I really enjoyed it as well. And the Spider-Man movies are very... Like, there's... A, a serious you can take like a bit of a serious tone but overall it's a very playful like this is peter parker and this is his life so laugh along with us kind of thing
1: yeah it's very um i want to almost want to say like a like a teen movie kind of but it's still but it's not like it doesn't treat the audience like you're stupid like it's very it's still a smart like well-made movie um but it is very lighthearted and very funny uh which is what Spider-Man should be, because Spider-Man is literally just a 17-year-old kid
0: in yeah. his best life. Exactly. And, and that's why it is it is such a fun movie. But yeah, I think... I don't know if I liked it better than Homecoming, but I think I liked it better than Homecoming just because... Well, I guess we're going to get in spoiler territory. So, Alright, so if you haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home, this is your last and final warning that we are going to go into full, uncharted waters here. Spoiler territory. <laughs> Uncharted
1: waters. What does that
0: mean? Dramatic. Someone has charted these waters. They're obviously waters. charted, yes. <laughs> so, anyways, this is your last and final warning. Either pause it until you go watch the movie or stop it and listen to us later. Or don't listen to us later. Whatever you want to do. But this is your last warning. Anyways, alright. Let's get into spoiler territory in five, four, three, two, one. Peter Perfect. Parker or Spider-Man?
1: <laughs> so... Well, no, obviously, yes. I was going to say I like this one better because there was no Tony Stark. And I think that it allowed Peter Parker to actually be his own character and really, like, you know, I don't know, grow and shine and carry a movie on the weight of his own shoulders. As opposed to, I felt like with Homecoming, it was necessary to have Tony Stark because they weren't sure if he could carry a movie on his own shoulders. And so this one really, he was in the spotlight. Like, there was no other you know, big name, it was just him, and it was amazing, it was like, I don't know, it was very engaging, and it was very exciting, and it was very funny,
0: and there was no like down moments or anything, I don't know, I just really liked it. You know, it's funny you say that, because I didn't even think about that, I didn't even think about the fact that Tony Stark was in the first one, and they don't have him to fall back on anymore, so that's exactly. It's a very interesting point, I didn't even think about that, yeah
1: you know i liked it a lot i think can, because i mean like it's it's hard to be better than the origin story i think in some ways but homecoming in a lot of ways wasn't even an origin story it was just a spider-man story yeah so it wasn't even like oh it's the first one it's where he like discovered his powers like you jump in he already has powers yeah so it wasn't really much of a a you know training period um whereas so i don't know it's easy for Something like Far From Home to be even better. So I genuinely thought it was better. Like I've been thinking about it a lot, and uh, I really think it was it was a better movie, which is awesome.
0: It's yeah, no, it, it definitely is. I, I do think. Well, okay, so maybe I take back what I said then, because I do think that there was. I'm sure there was a lot of reservations behind having Tom Holland as a new Spider-Man because they went through mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire. Well, they Sony went through Tobey Maguire. They went through Andrew Stanton and not Andrew Stanton, and Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Stanton's the director of Incredibles. Anyways, <laughs> oh um, God. Andrew Garfield, and now we have a third Spider-Man. Which we haven't had any superhero movies that have had that many actors, right? <laughs> Outside of the DC movies, let's count yeah, I those think aside. Like Batman has is the only other one, or like Superman. Yeah, but both. you're talking about years and years and years. You're talking about yeah. now Spider-Man. That's like in our lifetime, like literally,
1: us. like Spider-Man. The original trilogy with Tobey Maguire is what got me into superhero movies. Yeah, and here I am, not i guess 20 years later less than 20 years later and we've already had two other spider-men it's been
0: a a wild ride which is truly bananas so yeah yeah it i don't know that's it's interesting so i would say that it's just uh i don't know it's so yeah like you said they took the training wheels off um which is which is good it's good that they did that and it stood on its own i mean it it was able to stand on its own. It was able to go and, and do its thing, which I think was awesome. So yeah, it was great. I really um, loved it. Yeah, so did I. So did I. So it's um yeah. So okay. So let's let's jump right into it then. So let's go piece by piece here and let's uh, let's go through. I guess A block, we can, basically. We, yeah, we could start by what, what worked what didn't. Um. Damn. All right. Let's jump right in. Clickety clack.
1: Um. Okay. So. Movie starts out and we see um, Nick Fury and Maria Hill, Agent Maria Hill, finally come back from the dead. I feel like she's only ever in like the Avengers movies, so I was surprised to see her in this one because I don't think she was in Homecoming. No, um, I don't think so. Yeah, but they they go to Mexico to investigate something happening, and then we meet Mysterio and he's fighting, um, you know, this giant monster. and He's like, "Oh, you shouldn't be here." Which in retrospect, he definitely knows that they were coming, and so he definitely
0: wanted them to be there. Which, for the record, that scene right, like right before he says you should, like, right after he says you shouldn't be there, you shouldn't be here, and then the sand monster, or whatever comes up, like that is the segment. That clip is what was shown after the reissue of Endgame, which is the most ridiculous thing and the biggest waste of time. Anyways, it was going like a on
1: thirty second clip.
0: Anyways, yeah, it, it was a, a
1: disaster. It's fine. I'd rather see Spider Man again. Um, so that was that. We see Mysterio his helmet comes off it's jake gyllenhaal and we like ooh and then he's kind of shooting things out like doctor strange and then oh i totally forgot we have the uh the in memoriam so the marvel logo comes up and it's um and i will always love you by who's that by is that wayne houston or celine dion pretty sure it's celine dion that sounds right um oh, yeah it's self. the titanic song right
0: no no it's not wait i'm doo-doo i'm pretty sure it's celine dion Oh, no, I... it's Whitney Houston. Anyways, that's the Bodyguard yeah, song. Yeah, I
1: was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Wow. Anyways, we should delete this out of the podcast. Everyone's going to unfollow. What's the... Oh, My Heart Will Go On is Sailing Dion Titanic. Okay. I Which
0: it. kind of is like, I will always love you. Like There's yeah. some... <laughs> it's close enough. There's some Anyways. synergies there, you know. Synergy. Um, <laughs> so, they do a
1: little In Memoriam, and it's like all these silly pictures. I thought this was really cute. Um, but it's, it's like kind of like the antidote to end the game, which was kind of how Ant-Man and the Wasp was the antidote to Infinity War. Uh, cause it made like the death of all these people into something pretty silly, which is fine, whatever. Um, and then they explain the blip and they explain how the students, I guess, are taking into perspective, um, like what happened. And they show literally a clip of all these, uh, like students fading away during a basketball game or, or like a marching band thing or whatever and then they come back um, while there's a basketball game happening and like the basketball players crash into the marching band players um, or marching band folks whatever Uh, but they like say basically that when you fade away you don't age but when you you know if you didn't fade away you aged five years so suddenly this new kid named Brad Davis is now in you know Peter and Ned and MJ's grade because he didn't fade away which kind of confirms that they all did fade away um, because they obviously didn't age uh, but then they uh, like had to start the school year over again, which I don't know how that makes sense or how that works because we don't really exactly know like what season this all happened in. But um, but
0: hold on, real quick. Now this yeah. is the first time we've heard it referred to as the blip, right? Because it was the vanishing yeah. in Endgame, right? Was it the vanishing? No, it was, it was the called. vanished.
1: Something like that. I don't know. We're really slacking. <laughs> I definitely. It's never been referred to as the blip before. That's for sure. In Endgame, it was like the... Uh, was it The Vanish? I don't know oh what it God. was. A
0: disaster. Yeah,
1: it was The Vanish, because that's what the... Memo- the the mon mo- monimal? <laughs> the hell am I saying? The Monument Memorial are you, are you okay? thing. Are you okay? No, that Ant-Man ran up to when he escaped from the Quantum Realm. It was like The Vanished was what they were referred to. People They were the called The Vanished, yeah. So I don't know if the event was called The Vanishing.
0: I don't think they ever mentioned what it was called. I would have remembered, I feel like. Uh, The Decimation The Decimation is what it was called That's what it was This well, one comes from ScreenRant.com Perfect Thanks ScreenRant um,
1: Yeah I wonder why they didn't call it The Decimation in here Maybe this was already filmed before
0: Endgame I think I it's know. just because they're showing that like Kids are calling it The Blip Because that's what I they it's also true. Has That's what names. like they've kind of I don't know Decided to slaying. call it Whatever yeah um, It's slang it's that hipster stuff
1: Cause I guess no one knows that it was a snap, so they can't call it the snapping. Uh, but it was good though. I liked it because it didn't. It didn't. It, I mean, it doesn't go into the trauma of like people who thought that their loved ones were dead for five years coming back to life. But I feel like that would have been out of place because this is again a light-hearted Spider-Man movie. So definitely not the time. Maybe another movie can go into that.
0: Yeah, it was very. It was very like tongue-in-cheek, like you know, funny because now it's over, kind of thing. So, I was, I don't know, I thought it was good, but the In Memoriam thing was definitely, going back to that, I know we talked about it already, but the In Memoriam thing I thought was very well done, because it did bring, like you said, it was the antidote to endgame. So, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I thought that that whole beginning segment, because it went right into this, right, where you have these these pictures or whatever, and then they they were saying that, I don't know, one of the kids put it together, like, big thanks like, his skills for putting this video together, and it's, like, (laughs) the worst video ever, the, like, um, Getty Images logos on top oh, of Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was that's really so funny. Bad.
1: Like, super grainy picture of uh, Vision. Yes. Oh, my God. But so, i would find it fun. Like, how do they even know who Vision was? Vision never, like, fought any major battles.
0: I don't know. In, like, Age of Ultron. But I think that's what, I like, the blurry picture says, because the blurry picture is kind of like, we don't know who this guy is. We just Google searched him, and this is what came up. That's true. That's true. True, but. true, true. 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 Um,
1: and then we see Peter's plan to seduce MJ. So they're going on a school trip to Europe, obviously, um, which I thought was cute. And Ned's like step seven: don't do any of that. We're going to be bachelors in England or in Europe. And then, meanwhile, falls in love on the plane, like an idiot. That was a mess. <laughs> that was like, like so funny. I, was- I
0: like didn't like it at first, and I was like, this is funny. This, is- I thought it was funny. Yeah, but it just—it was weird. It was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be Bachelors in Europe, and then all of a sudden, he's like, babe, and she's like, (laughs) babe. So I thought it was cute. Yeah, and then yeah, it was just—it was funny, but it was also interesting. And then Aunt May and Happy. Speaking of yeah, speaking of things that are, and like it's weird because I always thought that Happy was gonna like spend the rest of his life with Pepper because you know Tony's gone. And... that wouldn't work. No, but I always thought that he'd be, like, the... I don't know, like, the dad... Like, the father figure for uh, Morgan. But, I don't know, I guess not. I guess, yeah, they actually didn't mention anything. Well, I guess we didn't
1: see anything about Pepper Potts either, so not surprising I wouldn't see anything about Morgan. Yeah,
0: so... I don't know, but then what was really funny is that he kept, uh, you know, Happy he was like, "Oh, you're gonna get a call from Nick Fury, like probably even soon." And then he gets this call from Nick Fury, and then he just denies it, and he's like, "You can't ghost Nick Fury." And Meanwhile, then, it's not even Nick Fury, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, well, but, it was Nick Fury, as far as we know. Until how do you see not it. answer Nick Fury? But I guess yeah. he was
1: he was worried. He was sad because Tony's dead, and he doesn't. He's not ready to be Tony Stark. He's like, yet. "I'm
0: not an Avenger. I'm a fool. <laughs> I'm Boo <Boo-Boo>. Boo." <laughs> Peter Parker knows about Boo Boo Fool. He's he a does. Mean god. He's I got that it. Peter Tingle. Of course, he knows about it.
1: <laughs> the Peter Tingle is ridiculous too. I hate that they call it that, but it's also because I guess they never mention Spidey Sense in any of these movies. So Peter Tingle is fun. Oh, a fun that's take. a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah, I guess they're the. Well, I think the only time we actually see it is in Infinity War when he's on the school bus and his like little arm hairs raise, but like we he never says like, oh, that's my Spidey Sense. He's just like. That's my Peter Tingle. That's my Peter Tingle. The Parker Pringle. <laughs> what? Stop! Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, they go to Venice. They arrive. They're taking pictures. They're—I don't know. MJ's got like pigeons on her, and uh, Peter goes and buys her a black Dahlia necklace to try to like give it to her on the top of the Eiffel Tower, which they never even go to France. Uh, all very cute stuff, and then the watermelon, the water element, the watermelon. That's, the watermelon
0: attacks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the water elemental attacks. Um, and Peter's like, I left my suit in the thing. He wasn't even trying to take a suit to Europe, and Ant-Man oh yeah, and it was pushing him. Yeah, and it was pushing him too. and he's like, I'm not doing. I'm going on vacation for once, right? And then, just kidding. No vacation for you, Peter Parker. Um, so he like literally grabs a masquerade mask like one of those like feather masks that and was
0: so funny oh <laughs> my he god he stuck
1: out his head and he's like hello I can s- jump and I'm really he's strong up, and I'm yeah standing. I'm really
0: strong yeah
1: ridiculous um, so he obviously fights the or helps I guess ba- well, not even helps. He kind of like holds the building together and hits himself with the bell a few times. Oh my god, um, that was ridiculous! And then
0: holds <laughs> up that tower, and then it eventually falls anyway. Yeah, it
1: doesn't. He didn't even help. But Mysterio's like, "You did great out there, kid." It's like, did he? We don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Nick Fury obviously is there. He sneaks into Peter's hotel room. He tranquilizes Ned. Ned falls asleep, and he kidnaps Peter. And he's like, "Tony Stark wants you to have these," and he gives him Edith, which is these fancy looking glasses that turn out to be. A defense system for the whole world, which is wild. And either stands for Even Dead on the Hero, which is. Tony
0: Stark. Yeah, like I get it, but also like, how is he the hero in this case? I don't understand. Because he has, like, he has, he's giving you the power to, I don't know, defend yourself. At a moment's notice. I guess. I guess. Um, And
1: then, obviously, so uh, Nick Fury takes him back to a little makeshift, like, whatever. Set up like Shield. I guess I don't even know. Is it Shield anymore? I don't what, know. Like, it's Hydra. Fury... We'll just call it Hydra. Stop. It's whatever. Nick Fury's base of operations. And they meet Mysterio, Quentin Beck, Jake Hall And he's like, I'm from an alternate reality. And everyone's like, oh shit, this is the multiverse. It's going to happen. Miles Morales, here we come. And then, you know, little do we know. But, anyways, uh Peter's like, I don't want to go. I'm a child. I want to kiss MJ on Top Eiffel Tower. And Nick Fury's like, bitch, please,
0: you've been to space. He literally says, bitch,
1: please, you've been to space. <laughs> Which is funny in retrospect, when we know who is being Nick Fury, and also when he's like, where's Captain Marvel? And he's like, don't invoke her name. I thought that was really funny. I forgot about that part until you just mentioned that, right? Um, well, obviously, and this is a spoiler cast, whatever. We all know Nick Fury was actually Talos the whole time, so that was funny. Uh, Talos from Captain Marvel, and they, didn't, they were fighting the whole half of the movie, and now he's like, don't invoke her name. So, I wonder what she's done with Talos in this since the 90s but anyway so he's like okay fine you'll you don't have to go whatever and then Nick Fury or
0: Talos whatever hijacks the school trip and they end up going to Prague um that was really funny by the way he's like he's like oh we have to go to Prague and he's like I don't want to go to Prague and then all of a sudden they get back and the teacher's like we're going to Prague we got the upgrade (laughs) (laughs) it's ridiculous
1: this poor school trip can you imagine being on the school trip and just being tossed around Europe like this Everywhere you go, there's an elemental. Oh my god! Why was there only two chaperones for all these children in the middle of Europe? They could have gotten killed.
0: And you know but that actually, other that other guy wants nothing to do with anything. He's just like, I don't, I <laughs> don't know like, how I got here. Hmm, witches. Oh yeah, he was like the science teacher. Oh my god, oh my god, ridiculous.
1: But so they go to Prague, um, and that's when they stop. Like they stop at some place or whatever, and basically they only stop there for. Peter to pick up his stealth suit from like a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent or whatever they are Um, I don't know S.H.I.E.L.D., Hydra, whatever the fuck sorry and then he gets the new suit on or while he's getting the new suit on he takes off his pants to put it on and that Brad kid sees him and takes a photo and he's like why are you hooking up with European women on our school trip Uh, I'm gonna show MJ and so Peter is like hmm I got the Edith glasses let me try to delete the photo and then accidentally sends a drone
0: to kill Brad Brad doesn't die though he saves them, yeah. Well, At the he, last well, so there's a couple things we skipped, right? So there's all that tension between um, Brad and Peter over MJ the mm-hmm. whole time, and you have that tension there. Um, and he's like, "Well, I really like MJ too," and he's like, "Well, no, I like her, you know." And I like, well, he doesn't really say that, but Brad's like, "Oh, well, I really like MJ," and Peter's kind of just sitting there, like giving that little baby face, like, "Okay." Yeah, um, and they were sitting next to each other on a plane watching eight. movies. Yeah, and he's laughing. like, they're watching movies and laughing all the whole the whole ride. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, and then, then he goes through this whole scene of like, he's like, oh, look baby goats. And like the whole bus turns when he's shooting the drone at Brad or whatever, and then destroys the drone as everybody's looking for baby goats. Oh my God. It was funny when, because Flash
1: tried to take the glasses and then he like knocks Flash out and then he puts the glasses back on and it's like, he's like, stop the strike or whatever. And Edith is like, do you want me to stop the strike? And then this girl's like, Hey, did you just punch Flash? And he's like, no. And then, obviously, the strike doesn't stop. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. A disaster. Very well. Very well choreographed.
0: Very well oh, yes. thought out script. A lot of funny moments like that. But, yeah. And then, so they start talking about, they eventually get back, and, and he gets pulled aside or whatever. That was the opera scene, right? Uh, oh, no, when, no, no, no. It was before that, when he's, like, briefed about the fire elemental. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, are because that's why he was going to Prague anyway because the fire Elemental was going to hit, and that's when Mysterio was like, "Oh, this is the worst one yet. That's a, this is one that took out my family and my, you know, my my world and this okay. and that. Like, don't let him get too big if he absorbs more metal." So anyway, he obviously they're like, "Oh, he's going to att- he's going to attack somewhere." Um, did they specify the carnival or did they just say? I think they just said like it's going to be in Prague and
1: then like in whatever. And Peter was like, "Edith." I need to put my friends in a safe place, and I think Edith is the one that books the opera for all of them.
0: That's right. That's right. Because yep. the
1: opera house is like far away from the town center.
0: Yeah. Or whatever. And then of course they escape the opera, and yeah. they're like, so, like, "Oh, let's go to, the go to carnival." Honestly, that would be me. Yeah, it would then. be you. I'm going but... to, go to carnival. Not... No, doo doo opera. Oh yeah. Then well, Peter got a stealth suit as well. And yes. then he's like, oh, it's uh, it has a fit. And he's like, oh, it's a little tight. Uh, it's a little tight around the old web shooter. I literally was like, huh? Oh, what? my God. What did you just say? My son. <laughs> I can't Peter say Parker. these things.
1: I picked a pack of pickle peppers. Anyways. <laughs> <So> what? <laughs> you never heard that? Tongue twister? Peter. I mean, I've heard of the, the tongue twister. Anyways. So, I'm dropping stuff obviously so all the people are in place for a dramatic attack ned and his new girlfriend betty are on the ferris wheel and the uh, MJ's hanging out and then obviously the fire guy or file fire elemental can i speak the flyall guy listen um he comes in attacks and whatever and then they see uh spider-man in his stealth suit and they're like who is that oh that's so weird and ned's like uh i think that's the night monkey or something and then he becomes the night monkey and that's now my twitter name thank you
0: <laughs> so bad. um
1: but so they you know quote unquote save the world and stop the fire I'm until and no one dies and everything's great except while they were fighting one of spider-man's webs catches on a drone that was cloaked and mj saw it and picks it up and then whatever they go uh peter and Uh, and Mysterio go grab a drink, a drink, quote-unquote. Peter's, like, drinking lemonade. He's like, I'm not 21. Um, And then Peter's like, oh, the note inside E this says, uh, for the next Tony Stark,
0: I I trust you or something? Is that what it said?
1: Do you remember?
0: It was either trust or choose. I can't remember what it was. I don't think it was choose, but it was, like something like that but like so it it didn't
1: necessarily like, peter interpreted it that he was he trusted him to choose the next tony stark as opposed to him being tony stark himself and he's like so relieved because this whole time he's like i don't think i'm ready to be tony stark everyone expects me to be but i'm like i can't do it so uh so he ends up giving the edith classes to mysterio He's like, oh, Tony Stark would have loved you. You're great. Which is like, I think this is one of the things that bothered me when I first saw it. Because at first I was like, this is so stupid. Like, why would he do that? But then I, you remember that Peter Parker is literally a 17-year-old kid that like doesn't know how the world works and is silly and makes bad decisions. So in retrospect, it's very in character and very much a thing Peter Parker would do. Like he's not an incredible genius that like knows everything. He doesn't have any like, I don't know, experience with adults
0: stabbing in the back i don't know so hold on but back up right so you also have this kid who's 17 years old to your point just lost like the only superhero other avenger that he, can, he feels comfortable like sitting down and talking to yeah and actually talking about his problems or whatever you know whatever they might be and talking to him he he just got done losing Yeah, you know, he just just lost that very recently so now he's got nobody and then mysterio is kind of like oh like i'm a lot like you like I, you know, I, I do this and whatever, and, and they, they hit it off like they have these these similarities. But then it turns out that, obviously, you know, he just, well, let's just go back to he's hitting it off well. And he's like, you know, Tony would have loved you because he, he and, in Peter's eyes, he's like another superhero that he can bond with, that he can talk to, that he can share his stories with and whatever else. So. Yep. Um, yeah, he uh, that's where fell a little too hard, too quick. Exactly. So looking for a replacement. While grieving, he was very vulnerable, and Mysterio hit him, you know, got him where uh, right, right, well, right where he wanted him. So exactly. then he gives Mysterio Edith, and he's like, "Oh, I try them on." And he's like, "No, no, 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 no." So, anyways, <laughs> Peter leaves the bar, and Mysterio, literally the entire bar is like Mysterio's goons, and they're all former employees of Tony Stark. It's uh, all an illusion. Yeah. So the Barf Project was Mysterio's. Um, Barf being the the
1: um, the therapy thing that Tony Stark was demonstrating in the beginning of Captain America: Civil War.
0: Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Which I don't remember what that stands for, but it's like something booty augmented ass reality, really fart something. <laughs> booty ass. So. I hate you. Anyways. <laughs> um yeah so anyways he's like he like gave it to one of the people and was like get this into our systems and all this and that so you know drama is a muck yep and this is kind of when we realized that literally
1: everything is an illusion run by drones which was kind of confusing
0: I, it was it just, was, it was. Cause it's like, how do these things destruct like how do these projectiles destruct but then they talk about the drones having weapons on them so so it's like it's timed so they were showing that, like, they were
1: in the room and they were demonstrating the technology or whatever, like, the they were kind of staging the final battle, and it at the same time that, like, lightning strikes or an elemental, like, swipes at something, the drones, excuse me, will, like, fire shots at where the damage is supposed to occur, so it happens at the same time. I don't know. It was all pretty
0: crazy. Very well coordinated, yes. Yeah,
1: It's and it's definitely not, like... Pre-recorded. It's definitely kind of interactive because obviously, like, the fire monster, the fire elemental was, like, absorbing this metal, so to speak. Where was that metal going? Were the drones, like, destroying it as it was going into the projection? Like, how did that work? I don't know. It was all very advanced, but I think to, for the purpose of the story, you kind of have to suspend your disbelief of how technologically possible this is. Um, But that's when they realized that one of the pieces of projectors from one of the drones is missing, which is the one that MJ picked up, and that's when they're like oh shit who knows what's happening so um cut to mj and peter are talking and he's like uh there's been something i really want to tell you and he's just trying to give her the black Dahlia necklace now because he's they're obviously not going to france and he's annoyed at everything and then she's like or he's like well the reason or what i want to tell you is i and she's like i'm spider-man and he's like what i'm not spider-man but he is spider-man obviously we all know and they discover that the, the little thing that she picked up is a projector and they realize he's a fraud, but also Mysterio at the same time realizes that they have the projector and they know, and he's like, cool, now Peter Parker has to die. Thanks, dude. So that's when Peter decides to go to Berlin to meet with Nick Fury and tell him what's up. However, just kidding, Mysterio's way ahead of you because he has Edith now, and can track your every move, every move, can't speak. Um, and the Fury that he meets is actually an illusion, and the whole scene is illusion, like... He thinks he's going to this, like, headquarters to meet with Fury and Maria Hill, but nothing's real. Um, this scene was awesome. This scene was so, so, so cool. I don't know what you thought, but I, like, was losing my mind at how good it was, even the second time. Was I just so well was very around.
0: confused. But confused yeah. about what?
1: The You're talking about the illusion scene, right? Yeah, where everything was, like, falling apart,
0: and he was like... All the Spider-Man are like piling up on each other. and Yeah, it time. was very, it was very strange. Sorry, so I got distracted. So, for those of you listening, obviously this will be old news by the time you listen, but a 7.1 magnitude earthquake just hit California.
1: Oh, shit. Again?
0: Yeah. It's right out 11 miles from Ridgecrest. So, I don't know where that is. It's pretty close to where the other one hit. Um, Oof. anyway, I was Uh-oh. texting Lauren's family to make sure that they were okay, but it sounds like they're okay. Um, but, yeah, so... And there's, like, thousands of aftershocks. Oh, it's scary. That's but crazy. Anyways, so... I
1: remember our friend Chris, who I think listens a few, a few times, she had tweeted earlier today, it's going to suck when I'm on Indiana Jones during an earthquake, Indiana Jones being the ride at Disneyland. Oh, my God. And she just, quote, tweeted it and goes, I better shut the hell up. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my God. Indiana Jones, I cannot imagine being on that, on an, in the middle of an earthquake, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyways. That's wild. So yeah, 7.1 magnitude, which is uh, interesting. So That's pretty big. That is, and it's larger than the
1: first one, so... Well, yeah, the first one was 6.6, but it's on a log scale, so even though it looks like it's only 0.5, it's significantly stronger.
0: Yeah, which is which is scary, so anyways. Yep. But yes, I did think that... Uh, I, d- I do think that that scene was very wild, and I don't know, it was very confusing because, I mean... I don't know. I guess for me it took a little bit longer to understand that like okay, these are illusions. This is how the illusions work. This is what's happening. This is what they're doing. It just I don't know. It didn't click right away. So yeah. it took me a little bit longer. Um but yeah. So anyways. I thought it was definitely one of the coolest scenes. Like
1: it was uh it was almost like the Doctor Strange sequ- sequence. Yes. 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 Of yes. Like- bending your reality and whatnot. So I really like that. I think was I thought it was very fitting for Mysterio, who this is kind of like his whole shtick, is like playing with your reality and like letting you see what he wants you to see or making you see what he wants you to see. So
0: so cool. before we go too farther in, um, did you ever get the vibe, so I didn't know that Mysterio was like a known villain in any of this, you know, into the, you know, <laughs> I was about to say into the Spider-Verse, in the <laughs> Spider-Man universe, but... Yeah. I don't know, like, for a while it seemed... I I didn't know that, so I'm like, oh, Mysterio, like, he seems like he's almost like a descendant of Doctor Strange. Or, like, someone that's trying to become, like, a Doctor Strange imposter, almost, you know?
1: I mean, I noticed in the way they animated his attacks, like, the triangles or whatever, and then just, like, you know, beams coming out, that's kind of very similar to what, like, Doctor
0: Strange does? Yeah. In a sense? It almost seemed like either maybe recycled animation, or recycled CGI. Um... But it was Maybe. it was interesting. But yes, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't know
1: the I don't know the the history of Mysterio necessarily. I just know that he was in Spider-Man Two, the video game. Sorry, like, oh, recognized it. Yeah, like the old old like PS2 GameCube. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like, so I recognized the name, but I didn't really know much about him because obviously I didn't read the comic books because I'm a fake fan. Anyways, That's okay. <laughs> it's all good. We can be fans of the movies.
0: Oh yeah, but. Yeah, so we were back at the illusion. So the illusion ends, and Peter Parker gets hit by a moving vehicle, aka a train, by a,
1: like a bullet train yeah. that was flying. Which is, I don't even know how he survived that. To be totally honest, like, I don't know he how he survived been... it either.
0: And that was that was something where I was like, uh, okay, like he has super strength, but not like invincibility.
1: Yeah, no, like, I think he should he have died literally from that. been flattened. Yeah, I was like, what. Uh, but obviously he doesn't, because this movie has an ending. We're still not even there yet. Um, so he ends up in the Netherlands in a municipal holding facility, quote unquote, aka a jail. But everyone in the Netherlands super nice, and he's like, he goes to like call out for the guard, and they're like, oh, the guard stepped out. He's probably talking to his wife. Oh, she's pregnant. Oh, congratulations. They're all like super nice, uh, and apparently this is accurate to how the Netherlands actually is, because our friend Emma was saying how this is exactly what my life is like in <laughs> the Netherlands. So um, he, you know, ends up breaking out of the jail. He, like, breaks the lock with his bare hands and goes and asks for someone's phone. And, uh, you know, the guy's super nice and gives it to him immediately, and he calls Happy, and he's like, Happy, please come save me. Um, And then they're on the plane, and this is kind of the most emotional scene um, from start to finish, because it starts out with him saying, like, I'm not ready to be Tony Stark. And Happy's like, you're not going to be Tony Stark. There's no one that's ever going to be Tony Stark. Like, you have to be your own person, blah, blah, blah whole emotional thing and Peter Parker's crying we're all crying and then he's like what are you going to do now? It's like I'm going to go kick his ass. And he's like cool but what are you going to do right now? He has to build a suit. So he goes to build a suit and it becomes this whole callback to the original Iron Man which I think is what they meant when they said like this is like the finale of this phase of the MCU instead of endgaming the finale because it like really loops back to the first one and you see Peter Parker standing there and they're literally playing ACDC back in black um, and it's Pretty much exactly like the first Iron Man, he was building the suit in his in his house, uh, which I thought was awesome. But then Peter Parker's like, "I love Led Zeppelin, like idiot." <laughs> <love him. laughs> that was that was really funny. Yeah. So yeah, they uh, he builds a new suit. It's all fancy. He like you know customizes it or whatever, and then um, they fly back to London, which is where the high school trip was redirected to by Mysterio. Um, and where the final you know, battle that's being staged is going to happen. Um, and it, Happy tries calling Nick Fury and trying to warn him. Well, you know, Talos, but he tries to warn him, and he leaves him a coded message saying, oh, uh, we were cleaning out some of your stuff in Tony Stark's apartment, and we found a surfboard, um, but we, I told them appearances can be deceiving. You don't know if, Tony, if uh, Nick Fury is actually a surfer. And appearances being deceiving, being like the code, the coded message or whatever. So he's like, oh, Nick Fury got the coded message. Um, And I guess that was enough for Nick Fury to know what the hell was going on, or for Talos to know what was going on. If I was Talos, I'd be like, what? I don't care. (laughs)
0: Literally. (laughs)
1: But then, um, so, you know, they're looped in, and uh, Happy flies them to London, and Peter lands directly into the illusion like on the inside, so he's on the inside of all these drones and takes them on from the inside and pretty much kills the illusion pretty quickly. Um, and then you know, elongated battle scene. There's all kinds of things. Peter's getting shot at. Uh, Happy's trying to save MJ and Ned and Betty and Flash. I don't know why Flash was in this being saved, um, but he was just happens to be with them, I guess. Um, he's trying to save them. And they're like getting cornered in some like vault and they're about to get shot um but then you know peter finally takes back control of edith because he breaks through the illusion with his peter tingle um and then he kills all the drones and he edith is like he says stop the drones and edith goes would you like me to execute this command for all the drones or something and he goes yes execute them all very key thing here so he kills the drones whatever and then mysterio has like one last like trick up his sleeve to try to kill peter um by having an illusion of him dying on the floor Um, But he's really, like, cloaked right next to him. So he uh, grabs the gun that was supposed to shoot him or whatever. And, you know, Mysterio ends up dying. Rest in pieces. But his goon that was, like, working the illusion from a remote location has all this footage to work with. So that's when, um, whatever, they fly back to New York. Everything's great. Peter and MJ kiss. It's all cute. Um, He's, like, flying MJ around, kind of like the iconic scene in, I think it was Spider-Man 3? In the end of, or beginning of Spider-Man 3 or the end of Spider-Man 2, one of those. Um, except know. MJ is literally screaming this time because she's terrified as opposed to the MJ in, um, in Spider-Man 2 or whatever was just like laughing happily. And she's like, oh, this is so nice and relaxing. Like, it's not. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, but then mid-credits scene, we see uh, they like, there's a news bulletin and um, we see this like, footage and it's like oh this is like breaking news footage from mysterio from uh right before he died this may be disturbing or whatever and it's mysterio going like um peter are you sure you wanna you can't kill all these people thousands will die whatever whatever and it literally goes it's just the soundbite of peter going yes execute them all referring to the drones but obviously it's doctored to make it look like he's murdering people um when then that's not all J.K. Simmons reprises his role as J. Jonah Jameson, which had my whole theater, losing their minds, which is amazing. He was obviously, he played J. Jonah Jameson in the original Spider-Man trilogy. Um, and he has like an Alex Jones kind of personality, like literally sitting at a blue desk, just like Alex Jones' videos. Um, and he's like, Mysterio will no doubt go down as the best hero in this world has ever seen. Um, and then they show one more clip of Mysterio going, "Peter, uh, Spider-Man's real identity is. And then it like cuts out for a second. And then it's Peter Parker and they literally show a face like a picture of him and Peter Parker's like, What the fuck? And then like we go to credits. So that's ridiculous. That's a crazy I feel like that was a crazy thing to leave for a mid credits scene because that's like really integral to the next movie that's Peter Spider Man's identity is
0: not revealed. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there was, there was a choice. I'm I guess. surprised I mean they could have made a whole sequence out of that, right? Yeah, that definitely could have been like just at the end of the actual movie. Yeah. But which is interesting. And then I mean so moving right past that i mean that is crazy i don't know you know that i guess that sets up the next spider-man movie right so to some extent um but then you have spider or, or the end credit scene which you have nick fury and maria hill and they're driving on, in the car or whatever and then they turn into scrolls so and you're like huh like wait what yeah that was <laughs> No one saw that coming. And then the real Nick Fury is like chilling in space. Um, you know, he's like talking to some other scrolls, and he's like, "Oh, let's get back to work." And um, it's like yeah.
1: ignoring Taylor's calls.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, like, ghosting Talos, literally. Um, but yeah, so that was bizarre too, because that that one that part was just like a, "Uh huh," like really, yeah. this is happening. I'm sure that's
1: setting up something, and it'll make a lot
0: more sense in the future. I have no idea what it is, but so yeah, I, I always thought that the whole idea of scrolls was interesting, and that they haven't used them. other was also kind of appalling, and that they haven't used them to be like I don't know, to I don't know, be like Captain America or Spider or uh, Thor or like you know all these other characters, and you have this like weird, you know, Avengers mix-up kind of movie, whatever that might be. But anyways, I don't know. You could do a lot with people that can shape shift like that. I mean, look at the little bit that we saw from, like, Loki.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, no, that was super surprising. I just don't know. I guess the... Now, now I'm thinking about it, The Spider-Man's identity reveal is kind of exactly mirroring um, Iron Man. The end of Iron Man. But instead of him saying, I am Spider-Man, it's kind of... Forced you know,
0: for him. Yeah, but... So it's funny, because I thought that by the end of the movie, he was going to come out and be like, yeah, look... I'm Spider-Man. I'm actually Peter Parker, and this is who I am.
1: So yeah, they kind of set you up for that. I forgot. So right before um, the end, when they get back to New York, he's he like, "I've been really thinking about this for a long time, and I don't know how to say it, but here it goes." And you think he's gonna be like, "I am Spider-Man" to a bunch of people or something, but then he's just asking Happy and uh, Happy and Aunt May about, "Are you dating?"
0: Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's Happy right.
1: goes yes, and Aunt May's like, "No." And we're like, "Oop!" Oh my gosh. Yikes but very very interesting end credit scenes because i feel like they're very integral to the you know the whole mcu and usually those end end credit scenes especially are like just little goofs and nothing too serious um and but both I do of wonder, these are pretty serious yeah i do wonder what the uh what the future of the mcu holds what is the next mcu movie i feel like we're not going to get one for a minute is it black widow yes it, no is it i don't know let me see hold on let's take a look see film feature films um uh, yeah i think it's just black widow um yep disney has scheduled release dates for may 1st and november sixth, 2020 february 12th may 7th november 5th 2021 and February 18th, May 6th, and July 29th, 2022. I'm assuming July twenty, July 29 2022 is going to be Spider-Man 3 just because I feel like the Spider-Man movies are always like June-July releases uh, but that's just me guessing
0: who knows Um. yeah, all the stuff that I see is unconfirmed
1: yeah, I don't think Black Widow was ever actually even announced as being an upcoming film. I bet you I
0: know where we're gonna find out
1: Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about it being. Um,
0: bet you're gonna find out the Disney 1923 exposition.
1: Um, I bet you we're gonna find out at San Diego Comic Con. And I think that's true. D23 will be dedicated more to Disney Plus stuff, whereas San Diego will be dedicated more to, like, Marvel Studios movies. Hypothetically. Hmm. 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 So, what are your overall reactions? What'd you think? Your full spoiler reactions.
0: Overall, I really enjoyed this. Um, I don't know, like the Spider-Man movies have a special place for me at least, where they're yeah. fun, they're lighthearted. It's not like Endgame where I'm sitting there like biting on my lip, like oh my god, what's gonna happen? Yeah. So, and there's a good amount of humor, but. We're also at the point now where it doesn't necessarily... I mean, I still think it relied a lot on the other characters, like Iron Man and everyone, because they kept referencing them, which keeps yeah. people's attention. Even if they're like, I don't know who this new Spider-Man is, not Tobey Maguire, it's not Andrew Garfield, it's someone different. Um, yeah. It still was enough to hold their attention. So even though Tony Stark wasn't blatantly in the movie, there was enough His about was the there. events of the past. So He was haunting the movie. Yeah, pretty much. So I think that the next one, though, would set up for... Truly, like the training wheels are all the way off now. Before they were like, we're taking them on and off in this movie, and then now they're completely off after this. Yeah. And Spider-Man has to be, you know, Peter Parker has to become a real human and a, a real man, a real literally. boy. So, oh my God, when he starts working for the Daily Bugle, oh my God, please. Then we'll realize. So, where please. would you, where would you rank this? I honestly have no idea. I know it's definitely above Homecoming. And so we have Homecoming at number twelve, yes, above um, Guardians two and underneath First Avenger. So in my
1: in my personal like on my letterbox, basically the way I have them ranked is direct mirror of this in terms of star ratings. So I currently have Black Panther five, uh, Guardians one, Thor Ragnarok, Winter Soldier, First Avengers, Infinity War four point five, and then Endgame, Captain Marvel, Civil War, Iron Man. Uh, first avenger and homecoming are all four so where we place it will depend on whether i give it a four or 4.5 and i feel like personally i would give it a 4.5 which would mean it's above endgame at the very least
0: what do you think i'm thinking (laughs) i'm thinking
1: i don't know but at the same time I feel like Above Endgame puts it above like like was it better than Captain Marvel? Was it better than Civil War? Was
0: I, think it, was be- I Iron Man? think it was better than Captain Marvel. Um I think it was better than Civil War. Okay. I agree. I'm with you there. I don't was it better than Iron Man? Like Iron Man's like a it's like is it better than Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? I don't know. It's the but first of the you yeah, know, the movies. Iron so. Man is
1: below Captain Marvel and and, and Civil War, so I it know. doesn't even leave it a place to go.
0: I'd say go right under Endgame then. We're under or above? Under. Not better than Endgame? I like Endgame a lot, but Endgame you have so many different characters. It's like your apples to oranges. Yeah. So. Oh, but I really wanted to give it a four point five. I mean, just up your Endgame review. No, Endgame is a four. I just think that once you <laughs> get to the like, top five, long. once you get the to top five, it's like it, I don't think it breaks through any of those still. No, it doesn't. And then, I think Infinity War and Endgame together just created is a hell of a pleasing.
1: movie. Yeah, it's pleasing to have them run after another in the ranks. Alright, I'll agree. Because I remember we fought about Captain Marvel. We fought about Endgame, and you let me win. So, I'll let you win this time. Wow. I'm honored. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Alright, it is official. Spider-Man Far From Home ranks number 8 on our list of MCU characters, or MCU movies. Of Um, MCU characters. Listen, anyways. Um, So, as a final recap, our ranking from the bottom to the top, starting at number 23 and going all the way up to one, The Incredible Hulk, Thor The Dark World, Iron Man 2, Thor, Iron Man 3, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Captain America First Avenger, Iron Man, Captain America Civil War, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man Far From Home, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, The Avengers, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, Thor Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, and then Black Panther. Good stuff. What are we predicting for Black Widow? Where is that going to go? Number one? Oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I number like one.
1: Like, I feel like it might take the number eight spot. I don't think so. Maybe. Or maybe right below Captain Marvel. That's yeah,
0: I would say that Early prediction. Or right below the Incredible Hulk, who knows? Sun's getting real low. Stop.
1: (laughs) I literally said that the other day, because, like, it was, I don't know, someone was like, oh, the sunset looks pretty, and I was like, yeah,
0: sun's getting real low. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyways. All right. That was longer than expected. Much longer than expected. We're like, oh, it's going to be like 20 minutes. Anyways. 48 (laughs) minutes later here we are.
1: We have a lot of words to say. It's a great movie. That's okay. Deserves deserves the time. It does. Ugh, I need to go watch it again for a third time. (laughs) All right, <laughs> that is it for episode 52 and a half our far from home spoiler cast thank you all for joining we hope you enjoyed we hope you didn't spoil yourself if you haven't seen the movie yet you demons um, <laughs> and I think that's it any, any final final words final remarks that's it
0: that I love is one it.
1: superhero Peter Parker Peter Parker hometown hero oh
0: my god spider ham <laughs> stop All right. This has been episode 52 and a half, Far From Home Spoiler Cast. This is Paul Nomad signing off. Peace.